0: Hey! Okay, so. Hi, everyone. We're Tom, Dan, and Kyle. We're doing a podcast uh, about politics in general. Um, We're based in New England, so we're hoping to do, like, kind of local and kind of branch out to bigger, bigger topics and bigger places. What do you guys have to say?
1: We want to give you kind of what we feel is a unique point of view that is relatable.
0: Yeah, it's three white guys in the garage. (laughs) Yeah. No, no,
2: it's two liberal white people featuring one other liberal white person. That's, that's, Mm. yeah. Because you know what every middle aged, I mean, not middle aged, but 30 year old white dude needs is a podcast. And that's what we're here to deliver our unique view in the world. Yes. Yeah. Which Which doesn't get heard enough, really, at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah. More people need to know what what we have to say. Um, But on that note, I kind of wanted to start off on the Supreme Court. one of, our, one of our big things is, uh, you know, Clarence Thomas. Uh, do you guys think that the Clarence Thomas has eroded the trust of the Supreme Court?
1: I feel the whole process of the Supreme Court, the trust has been eroded. You know, it used to be when these nominations would be put forth to a committee, um, when they would answer questions from the opposing side, their answers would have to stand up. So if you're asked, do you oppose Roe v. Wade, there was a sense of honor in answering, I oppose it, but it's the letter of the land, so it will stand. Now we have at least two Supreme Court justices on the stand answering something dishonestly.
0: They lied under oath saying it was the law of the land. Well, So so my big thing about it, too, is I don't think... And the actual case was an overreach because they didn't need to... Overturn Roe versus Wade in that case. So, so they my, could have kept it specific to this to the situation.
2: So my thing is, in terms of just eroding trust, I, I, honestly, I don't, because here's the thing. There's not a thing you can do to really erode the trust in a conservative figure on the right. Like, it doesn't matter what he does. It's because he is conservative and is on the bench and therefore has power, and that's the only thing that matters. And every liberal person... Already fucking hates them. So it really doesn't matter at that point because it's so divided where the, I don't think there's anyone who has like a middle. There's no like true independence that much anymore. So like when you go to it and think, like, what do you think of Clarence Thomas? You either hate him or you really like him. And like there's not a lot of trust being eroded from that. And just the general erosion of the Supreme Court, you know, opinion by people, it's because now that the, the conservatives have a, a, a real stranglehold, a six to three a majority on the court, they're now doing all of their unpopular things that they've been saying that they were going to do forever, and now they're just realizing how unpopular those things are.
0: But don't you think there was always the perception that the Supreme Court was above politics? Like, I know there was obviously liberal justices and conservative justices, but there was always this appearance that the Supreme Court was a little bit better than the other branches, I guess. Look
1: at the way that confirmation hearings went when Sandra Day O'Connor got reinstated in the court in 1981, she didn't face an opposing vote. I think Stephen Breyer, the last liberal justice, faced nine. And now these hearings are all blood sport. It's just all about sides, and it's no longer about legal opinions or anything like that because some of these lawmakers have just gone so extreme that yeah. They no longer are uh, up there in
0: good faith. And at the same time, <clears throat> some of these judges at like all levels seem to be completely corrupt and unqualified, like uh, Matthew Kizmarik in Texas there, who uh, wanted to overturn the Food and Drug Administration's uh, approval of Mifepristone, the, the abortion law in Texas there. Oh, the
2: one where they can right. sue somebody for ten thousand dollars. For like a, a civil fine if they even help somebody get an abortion or yeah something like,
0: like, like these things are, should not be standing up anywhere you know like I don't know
1: I think the other thing with Thomas and maybe what you were also going to or toward was his acceptance of like private gifts and the appearance of impropriety in that way and then, again, I feel like it's another sense
0: of erosion where we didn't but that's feel you were doing that before. A, that's such a gross, like, abuse of trust. It is, yeah. It's It's so, like, blatant and out there. And his only... his excuse is what? Uh, oh, this was, like, a paperwork error, something. Yeah, yeah, he
2: didn't mean it for 20 years, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's like...
2: The, the,
0: everyone knows. Like, how transparent can you be? And conservatives are just taking this. Like, the Fox News people don't... They're always saying, "Do your own research on you know yeah. different things," but like the when the defense is always, "I didn't do it. It's a witch hunt." Like that's the most ridiculous thing ever. It, it just you you know, that's good for you. That's that's it. Well,
2: because now every problem can just be framed as that. It, right. It's, if if somebody on the right, and to a lesser extent the left, but still I would say mostly on the right, where they where some where they they do something bad, it's not the fact that oh I no I didn't do it. It's no no these people are just chasing after me for this. It's just a wish hunt for it when they're just trying to obfuscate the fact that, like, they did it. They're not going to say, yes, they did it, or no, they did it. But yeah. well, they're just like, no, 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 you're just trying to get me, you're trying to get me on a gotcha question. If we, and it's like, and no, like, you did something illegal.
1: <laughs> if we were sitting here as three liberal-minded people, and yes. it came out <laughs> that Sonia S- Sotomayor was accepting gifts yes yeah. from, like, a donor of sorts... I think all of us would say the same thing, which is, that's corruption. Get off the court. Yeah. It doesn't matter what side and,
0: you're on. And honestly, the the group statement, when they all came out with a group statement saying that uh, everything's fine, that was, I feel like that almost, to me, uh, demerited all. Like, that smeared, that's a black mark on It made me them.
1: sad. Yeah. It made yeah. me sad, and it makes you wonder what every one of them is doing.
0: But what are the, they know there's no repercussions. No one can right. do anything. What, what, is is it going to be appealed all the way up to the Supreme Court? Yeah, right. And then, what are they going to pardon? them? How does that even work? Yeah. <laughs> do they pardon themselves? I don't know. Uh, excuse themselves? I mean, well, yeah. it, it's just one yeah, of the things them, because yeah. because
2: they know that like any impropriety that they do, like if let's say Tom, you know, Thomas did all these things, if he gets impeached or whatever it is, because I think he has to be impeached through Congress. I think it's the way it has to be. Yeah. You know, first, Supreme Court. That, that's like. Even though he's doing the wrong thing, he's still part of like their group, and so he's part of the institution. He's part of the power dynamic up there, and if they question him and they take him out, like, even though that is a just thing to do to take him out for that, like, what is next for them? So they want to keep that everything consolidated, and also if they do say that Thomas does get impeached or whatever it is that just leaves a black market. everybody else because they didn't tell everybody oh hey this guy's doing it maybe you should fix his problem
0: that's true yeah like uh, uh, if a conservative backs down it's yeah that makes sense but at the same time the worst it's like thing
2: you do because, uh, the worst thing you can do as a conservative is to be a liberal and the worst thing you can be as a liberal is wrong <laughs> again you know RBG served with him for
1: 30 years plus and it makes you wonder like did she know? If, if she wasn't going to call him out, you know, it makes you wonder who knew, you know? When they put out a joint <laughs> well, statement, it kind of makes you question, like, who?
2: I'm not saying she did know, but it, like, it makes you wonder who knew,
1: you know? Yeah. But also I mean, what?
2: When you're, you're friends with somebody and you work with somebody for a long time and you have to get along with them, you as we all know, when you work with people, sometimes you just let shit slide, even though it's bad for the company or bad for your, your business or what you do, because you have to get through that because you've got to work with the person anyways. Well, the problem in this case is the company is the country, right? Yeah. It's Justice
0: Roberts, like, mm-hmm. clearly, he's the one who could put kind of put an end to this. He's the one who could actually do something about it, in theory. Um, but Thomas has
2: been on the court for way longer. He's, yeah. he's the senior member of the court right now, isn't he? He's yeah. the, he's the yeah. longest term. yeah. So, is. like, so a lot of people, especially John Roberts, even someone like Biden, for instance, is very much, they really treasure the institution itself. And so, when he goes like, well, there should be no black marks on the institution of the Supreme Court, which means that, even though he did it, you don't want that black mark on there, so you're just trying to, like, shoo shit away. Because if you do that, then you have a black mark, and that performs under, oh, in history books 50 years from now, oh, the Johns Robert courts, who had Clarence Thomas, you know, had a black mark in history. It's going to be known for that, not anything else he did. It's interesting that you bring up Biden, because obviously...
1: Well, he's an institutionalist. Clarence, right. Clarence yeah. Thomas, when he got confirmed, was obviously under an immense spotlight based on the allegations with Anita Hill, and Biden voted to confirm him. He was a liberal who voted to confirm him. Right. So I think that that's an example of what you're saying, is at the end of the day, he is an institutionalist, and I think it would be hard for even Biden, as you should, to interject, or, you know, I don't know think he can, but it's a good example but of what you're talking. Like,
0: about. would you think again? This is. But to your, if you were Roberts, though, wouldn't you? Would you be afraid of your? You're saying like, oh, I don't want this black mark of Clarence Thomas getting kicked off the court. But wouldn't it be better to have this black mark of you cleaning up the court because there, you have no control? That's of this not what guy coming in power in. think like. That's that. <laughs> that's in the corruption. Like, but but, but how just, many more times can can Clarence Thomas embarrass so the they, court?
2: They think, but they're thinking. He's got to keep asking. They're thinking bigger than that, though. This isn't. They're thinking as the institution of the Supreme Court, the supreme law of the land. That is what John Roberts thinks of the weight is on his shoulders, because that is his court. This isn't some dude. Think about how many people just hold on to like dumb power and or uh, hold on to power or just protect people in their group just because they're in their group. Yeah. Like, there's no other point to it. And they're thinking of legacies. They're not thinking of, oh, I got to work with yeah, you know, I got to work with Clarence tomorrow at work. They're going with, oh, what are they going to think for me 20 years, 30 years down the line? Because that's what these... Like, well, they're going to think they're all
0: assholes. I mean, mm-hmm. the, like, the Republic Does anyone think the Republicans are going to go down positively in history to the Republicans? Mm-hmm. I mean, unless we they have, like, on. some crazy-ass Christian state... Like, that's about, you know, like, are we going to have some, you know, are we going to live in a Christian state? Then maybe they'll go down as, like, the uh, the driving forces of that. I
1: do think, to Kyle's point, though, Roberts is kind of a fascinating figure because he is somebody who has always claimed to be on the side of the letter of the law. He sided with liberals on a
2: surprising amount of issues. So I think the Affordable Care Act and the, Medica- right. and I think of the Medicare provision—I forget which one it was—but he was he was the fifth vote to get in there. Right. I remember Scalia was yelling at him to get over to the other side, but he just wouldn't do it because he didn't want to flip like that much over to the country because like Congress voted for it, and he didn't want to. Uh, so he didn't want to overturn that. So he cites law a lot as reason.
1: So you would think that maybe this would be an example of him putting the law over the court, but. Again, he seemed more upset about the leaker in the Roe v. Wade case, which, regardless of how you feel about it, it does set a bad precedent in the Supreme Court.
0: But so does this. Yeah. You know, it's like, so does this. Quite honestly, uh, there should be more transparency. all. all, In all, I think the government should be as transparent as possible. Well, I
2: think Supreme Court hearings should be televised. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I, I'm on the fence about that. So, I, I recorded... Sure, like a tape recorder, but I don't know about TV, because once you get a camera in there, and people yeah, it. People, yeah, people, yeah, it people, good. people start acting Performative. Performative, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of, are, Lawyers always are performative. Like, no, no, but the justice in themselves, that, yeah, yeah. not that they aren't, because sometimes they absolutely are, especially when you can clearly see which side you're going to be on, because you can see what questions they're asking uh, 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 both... Both, both sides, but it's one of the things. But once you start getting that, then they start caring about their appearance. What you know? What are their faces doing? What are their that puts on a whole other layer of things that I don't want in there. But I don't. But those know are how things that
0: are going to be happening regardless because you're you're going into well, a courtroom. So here's you're going to be dressed to, to look yeah. good to the judges. You're going to be you're going to be coached on how to talk, what to say.
2: Yeah, but not the justice
0: themselves, though.
2: The, the people in the court, you know, the various lawyers, oh, but the court doesn't have to be
1: like that. I did see a stat, because they tried this a couple of years ago. I think during COVID they tried this. And I saw a stat that said Tom, Justice Thomas... Actually, say, at, actually asked questions. ...double the questions that he normally asked well, No, because he, he, he's
2: asked something like, pre-COVID, he asked something like six questions... Ever, ever, yeah, yeah, and we did double that in front of the camera. Exactly, because yeah. they because they went to each individual judge and go, well, what do you have to say? And then what do you have to say? And, then what, do to say? and then what do you have to say? But I, I still think it's one of the things where, I, but in the, theory, in theory, I do like it. I think in practice, I think recording it's a is tough. better. I yeah. mean, they do, they do have the court transcripts, but like, yeah, but it, it's not as fast and it's not as I like. I agree with it, but I don't. In principle, I do, but I think in actuality, I don't think it would be good just putting it out at all in,
1: in a non-visual form as well? Or do you think if they release the transcripts
2: like on YouTube, say, and we can I think listen to the, well, you can just... Or the audio. The, what about the audio? Well, the, the audio? audio? That's, sorry, that's what I mean. The they, audio. Yeah, they, the, they release the transcripts. Right, right. I'm audio. talking about the audio. Sorry. Um, I, I would be fine with that. But like, like I said, uh, I just think once you have like a live stream or something, that's... Or, or like a, a direct feed, a live feed into it, I think that's giving a little bit Because most of the stuff is done on the back end. Because they only get, what, like a half an hour for verbal arguments or whatever per side? Yeah. Like, in actuality, that's very boring. (laughs) Like, that's very dumb. Because basically their mind is either is already made up and they're asking questions to see if there's anything else. And then there's another two months of them discussing it with the other justices. So do we televise all that? Like, do we put them in a Big Brother house and do that? But, like, because that's where most of the actual legal... Arguments back and forth are from. It's not from the actual file.
0: Oh, I think I think that should be transparent too. I
2: hate well, what do you mean by transparency, though?
0: It should like the record should be available. So like anything that's happening in the back room, um, should you be. you have a
2: court stenographer the entire time? Yeah. There.
0: Yeah, essentially, or just someone tape recording.
2: So even if like they call them at you know uh, uh, eleven o'clock at night and go, "Hey, do you want to talk about this?" That has to be recorded.
0: Yeah should be. That's how most, like, committees work for, for most organizations and stuff. Everything is, is you know, you take minutes at every meeting or committee meeting or...
2: But, but would you do that for every judge in every you should. appellate court and every state court and everything? For the
0: sake of transparency, it should all be documented.
2: But I do think there is one unique thing about this Supreme
1: court, which is they're judges, but they're also jurists. So, like, the argument could be made that in some ways they're acting like a jury... And do you start recording juries and, you know, all that stuff? And they yeah. could make a case to, like, a jury, right? As well as being judges.
0: I, yeah. I I, I mean, we get into the argument. I think a, a jury could be, as long as it's kept anonymous, you know, like... No, but uh, juries
2: aren't anonymous. They're specifically not anonymous.
0: No, I know. But <laughs> the recording, I'm saying, would be, like, the... Because uh, uh, I
2: don't think you should do that. Because I think, you know... Because that that's going to influence what other people... Right. Because let's, yeah, say that you, that. let's say that you have... You know, you're a a, a, a conservative, or it, it doesn't really matter. But something that goes against you, you're a big family guy, and you're like, no, that guy did the bad thing, but he's like your friend or something, like, and you don't want to get that to get out. You should be like, yep, we all voted on it, but you don't want to say why. Like, it, it's one of the things where the, the jur- you don't want anyone to be performative at a jury. Yeah. So if they're getting recorded, then everyone knows what they're going to say, which means they're going to be couching their speech, which is bad. And also, there might be social implications because of that. Where if you say have somebody not guilty, let's say you're the person for the reason for the hung jury, if there's like a yes, to one thing, right? That's right. And you're the one thinking. person, and like yeah. it's a big case. All of a sudden, you're the person they're going after. In that one, you know.
0: That's true. If you were America, how would you fix it? What could we possibly? So if do I make was a 300,
2: 300 square million uh, uh, square mile
0: piece of land, piece of
2: land, how would I fix myself?
0: Exactly. Or your Supreme Court. Supreme uh, Court.
2: So, I think that I think the
1: problem that we have... I, I think one way that I would fix it is I would do away with lifetime appointments.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that. But, I think
1: that... Makes, I know that it was
0: made to be, like, corruption-proof to do yeah. a lifetime appointment, but uh, it should be a one-term... Five minute limit, you know, or not five. Uh, years, I would be
2: fine with a, a, a if we want to get on term limits in general, like a twenty five year term or something. Like, uh, I'm fine with a long twenty. I'm f- like a fifteen to twenty five year term. Yeah, 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 five that works right. for me. That works. But I think because I think the I think the problem with fixing
1: the court is technically speaking, we have a process that should be infallible. It's not but, fa- but but works really well. But <laughs> well, but it's the problem is lately it has not been working well. Because they've been standing in front of these committees and they've been saying things on t- on camera, in front of millions of people that have not proven to be their actual viewpoint when they get in the court, and never mind viewpoint because we can we don't mind a viewpoint, but it goes into their actual law making and you know ruling ability, and that's supposed to be the check and the
2: balance. Yeah, if, if right? you say, say Roe versus Wade cameras, is
0: established law, and then you immediately right. come in and overturn it. Clearly, that's not how you think, <laughs> right?
2: Like, but, but like I said, it's one of the things where you know, ten years ago, that probably would have made a difference, but where we are now, just the fact that, like, again, all that matters is that your team is in power, and that you can get what your team wants done, and fuck everything else, yes. fuck compromising, fuck everything. And one thing I do want to kind of bring up because I'm curious in your two points of view on this. Is just term limits in general for say congressmen, yeah. um, senators? Like, what should, what would that look like under your well, giant landmass? Let's talk about Feinstein, right? I mean, this, she's got a this, gotta, this is ridiculous. Yeah, can why can't the Demo- I mean, the Democrats should do something. So, because uh, I forget the reason why.
0: So if they can't kick her out of the judiciary committee, so they can't appoint. They couldn't appoint any new judges. Yeah.
2: So, th- there was something I was reading online. Uh, so it was the reason why she's not. Uh, uh, why she's not stepping down now? Because if she stepped down now, Gavin Newsom would pick the person, and I think he said he said it was he said he was going to pick a black a woman. black
0: woman. Yeah. And
2: there's somebody I, I forget who the name is exactly, but there's somebody out there that would be the obvious person that he would pick. However, if he doesn't, there's another uh, uh, moderate Democrat. Who I'm also forgetting the name is that he is going to run for Feinstein's seat when she well, doesn't run next time. So Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are trying to get this person to stay in the race so that way this other person can come and get the get the senator rather than I, the woman that Gavin Newsom's going to pick. Yeah. So that's, again, that's the, the, the quote-unquote conspiracy theory about it. But to get back on that, like, what do you think term limits, like how many terms should a senator or House or change for presidency? What, what do you guys think? It'd be nice if you... Same mean, as the president, eight years for me. So, so two I, terms, four yeah. years each? Yep. Yeah.
0: What if, what if the president served one eight-year term?
2: Yeah.
0: My thought is, it sucks to spend half of your president like the election cycle is four years now. Yeah. Do you want a president, or do you want somebody going around campaigning all the time? It's it's becoming like it's not an option almost anymore. It's it's almost uh, ridiculous. I but. I
1: do think there should be a law put in place where you can only run and get elected one time.
2: That's how. That's what I was getting. Yeah,
0: See, that's what well, I was getting at. One eight-year term kind of deal. Yeah, like, go
2: figure. Weirdly enough, I'm the least extreme out of all you guys. Yes, yeah, because I could. My, mine would be, House representatives limited to, ten terms, keeping the same weight as two years, so twenty years, and that can be broken up into you run for ten years, you lose, and then come back five years later, work another ten years. That's fine, and then senators, should be four terms, so twenty-four years, because I do think having some sort of elder mm-hmm. statesman. Uh, in the role is actually helpful because they understand how things work. And if you basically were to change the complete government, every congressman, every senator, every four to eight years, that would cause literal chaos because yeah. no one understands what to do because That's you have to true. have some people in there who know how who, they're who, doing. And I'm not even talking like the schmoozing and the backroom guilt. I'm just talking oh, how to ju- function, how to ju- function just, just do politics yeah. in general.
1: I think the difficulty, though, is you can't determine... What age somebody is going to run? So, like, if somebody runs at forty,
2: what you're saying makes sense. But if somebody's sixty and runs, I'm less. But they, but they can run till they're a hundred now. You know what I mean? Like, you can be Strom Thurmond and run when you're ninety-eight, and you know when you live through the <laughs> better. And, and they, but, say, <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, yeah. uh, They say it's ageist if you put a an age limit on who can start running, but they also say like people under thirty was well, thirty-five are not mental or not capable of being president and it's it's like i mean you so a 104 year old is more capable than a 32 year old
2: see my thing is though is that at the end of the day the people still vote for these people yeah. like if you vote for a 102 year old senator you still voted for him it's not like i understand there's a bunch of systems in place and there's money and everything but this at the end of the day the reason these people are in congress is because we voted for them yeah and if people are okay. Voting for someone who's been in, you know, Congress for 37 years, at, at some point you gotta be like, well, that's your own fucking fault for picking that person. <laughs> but I mean, some, sometimes there's no better option. Like,
0: but but also, I mean, and more and more you're seeing, like, gerrymandering and everything. Like,
2: yeah, but even if you gerrymander a state, you're still, the people still have to vote for you in that gerrymandered district. I understand you're, yeah. you're particularly making it because you understand the demographics and the demographics. Yeah. So you have a Democrat
0: and Republican running in a, you know, yeah, you want to pack him and crack him. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, uh, for that, which, which for people who don't you can take AP Gov, uh, is basically where you when you draw new districts, is where you want to concentrate. So you have ten districts, and one section of uh, uh, the state is concentrated Democrat, and you're a Republican. You want to put all those Democrats in like two or three districts or splice it in a way where you have like 60% Republicans of 40% and make them all weird shapes so that way you can get that goal. So instead of, you know, doing a 50, 50 split, you get a seventy or, you know, a seven to three split or eight to two, or even a 10 zero split uh, on that. But, but that's, at the end of the day, the people in those things are voting for them. Like that's, like, you still have to try to convince the people that they're bad. And yeah. I understand it's harder, especially now with the uh, just the way analytics work, uh, and, and like, SEO works with Google, not Google, sorry, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, stuff like that. So it's really hard to drag those people out, but at the end of the day, it's the people voting for.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
2: I, I think this
1: all sort of goes back to the top of the ticket, right? I mean, we kind of we're talking about age, and Again, we have a president now who is going to be, if he gets elected again, he's going to be 86, and we have a Republican candidate, most likely, who's going to be 82 by the time he gets elected, uh, gets you know, finishes up his term, and it's like, when you, when you have two people at the top of their ticket who are in that upper 70s and early 80s, that's not you can't really tell senators not
0: to yeah. run or anything if, if, if you put no age limit on the presidency. I think nationwide, they should take away licenses when you turn 90. I like think it should just be a flat, if you're 90 years old, your license is gone. Some yeah, people but, would say even earlier than that.
2: Yeah, but Mike Pence could be president, you know,
0: you never know. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, yeah. Um, what's, so what's the deal with Mike Pence? How's that? He doesn't have a chance, in my opinion, right? So
2: many people would have to die. Yeah, <laughs> like, w- w-
0: why is he running, run? and what's his, what's his,
2: uh... Honestly, it's probably to save some bona fides with some sort of conservatives, and then to get some squid because you have to remember, before Mike Pence became the vice presidential candidate, he was, like, dirt poor. So he, even though he was the governor of Illinois and had a radio show... Indiana. Indiana, thank you. Um, he was, like, almost destitute. He was, like, running out, he was almost considering bankruptcy before the presidential run. And now he just needs to crawl himself back into, like, the goodwill of the Republican base. Because all they need is someone to go rah-rah, and they'll just give you, like, a position somewhere. But he's he's such a weird guy where he won't take a stance on
0: anything, so everyone just kind of hates him. He's, like, like the Trump presidency now, he acts like it was, like, a, a decent thing. But it's like, everybody watched a giant crowd chanting to kill you. You know, why are you just... Why are you just going along with this? Pretending, uh, you know... Like, it, it's so blatantly I think, obvious. It's I almost think, like it was in Lalo and, like...
1: I think the whole Republican field is just so fascinating. Because yeah. you can either choose to go anti-Trump, like Chris Christie, but you're never, you're never going to get the full support of the Trump voter. There's not going to be enough people that will vote for you in the primary. Plus, you're a hypocrite... <laughs> and then, if you go lean into Trump policies, they're just going to look at you like Trump light. You so, don't have that charisma. You
2: don't have uh, that. Yeah, the genocide racism. You know, so, you don't have <laughs> you don't yeah. have that in you. So
1: it's just like I just don't think that. I mean, Trump seems to be such the clear cut nominee, and I think anybody running is kind of naive. I just don't see any way. That a DeSantis or a, or, a, or a Pence or Christie, you know, DeSantis is trying to kind of lean into the Trump policies, but also
2: call out Trump, and I don't really know what he's doing. Because he's going so light against Trump, though, so I think that's the thing, yeah. too, where he's, he's trying to tiptoe around it and be like, oh, yeah, Trump, he was... But, yeah, but Biden and the woke mob uh, are coming for you.
0: He's also suffering all the consequences of, like, just being too much of a dick too early on. Like, he showed all his cards when he went after Disney World. What what, what do you think the outcome of that is going to be? Like, yeah. you're, you're doing it as a clear political retaliation. You're in and you public, said it on air, you're too. You're on air saying that it's political retaliation. Like, so it's not transparent. It's not like it's uh, this, like, secret. Mm. Uh, like, how do you think that's going to work for you? Like, why is
2: that good policy? <laughs> but it is. isn't. It, it's right. just, but here's the thing, though. It, it is... The number one, uh, 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 and this is for every single Republican now that runs, I mean every federal Republican, there are probably some local ones that don't count. that. The number one thing, it doesn't matter which policy is in taxes, immigration, anything, you just have to stick it to the liberals. You just have to be anti-woke, and the more anti-woke you are, I'm doing, I'm doing air quotes, the more anti-woke you are, the better Republican you are. That's it. That's all that matters now. It doesn't matter what policies, what you do, what things actually happen. They just want to go, fuck you, even though they're sawing off your leg to because you can't afford your diabetes medication and you can't afford your insulin. And But fuck you, woke mob. Uh, fuck you, Disney. It's, it's so funny because
0: Andy Woke literally is sleeping, which, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is ironic. You know? yeah, like, and, I mean,
1: obviously yeah. that's what DeSantis is betting on because you have, in terms of local politics, this should be a, a suicide mission. But he's betting on the fact, you know, he's going to cost the state tons of money. He's going to cost them tons of jobs. Disney left a big project out of there. And it's like he's really betting on the Florida citizens, you, you know, saying, I don't care about that because Disney's gone woke. And it may work down there. It may. I think it'll even cost them a little bit down there. But right. it may work, and right? it has. Right, and it may work. But nationally, seen, that's terrible. I mean, it's just not smart. You just need the people in the villages
2: to vote for you. Yeah. You know, th- that's yeah. really what it is. And, and the fact that they're, you know, it's... I'm trying try to get back to this hypothetical mind state of... you remember back in the 90s and stuff when we didn't care about gay people or black people or Hispanic people and everything was just great. When all these people are just putting their problems in our face. We have to deal with those things. Remember back in that time? Yeah. Back in the eighties when we all could afford houses. You know, remember, do you remember back in that time? And it's like, no, that was still bad. We it was just good for you. Yeah. And people don't understand Bad for everybody that. else. Doesn't mean it's good for you.
0: Everyone's like, Let's go back to the nineteen fifties with the white picket fence and it's like that's that is a commercialized version of that is not a real, that was never a real thing. Yep. In the 1950s, like, those pretend people that you see in those in those ads and, like, the madmen uh aesthetic. We're dying of polio. Yeah. Like, like they had shitty they lives. They had lead poisoning. Like, yeah. They
2: had lead poisoning. And
0: they were beaten by their husbands. They were, they, yeah. they had, you know, it's not, and. there's uh, lynchings down like, you know. Yeah, it, there's lynchings. There's, uh, what, gays being beat. There's look, towns being burned down. Like,
1: I guess the one area I want to sort of get to that I did not foresee, and I will say it's somewhat on both sides, but it's really mainly a Republican thing, is education. I really didn't foresee a time in my
2: life where books were being removed that were teaching kids about Jackie Robinson. I, I, I don't know if you know this. They've been trying to get those books banned forever. It's just now popular. So you don't. Have to, so all of these crazy. But that's why I didn't foresee it. <laughs> well, fair, but it's one of the things where, where if a lot of the, especially the Christian right, think about it. Back when Harry Potter was a big thing for us when we were growing up, Harry Potter was the big thing, and how many schools tried to ban Harry Potter because of witchcraft or Satanism or whatever. And going
0: back to the eighties, like D and D, they tried to ban it because uh, it was satanic allegedly, and it like, it's, but now, the now satanic that, panic, yeah. Now that we all play it. But, yeah, it's the, absurd. but, but there, there has been
2: always that thing where that sort of section of, uh, uh, you know, whether it's sex ed, whether it's, like I said, whether it's a book about jack or, like, slavery. How many, like, there were several books, I remember reading when we were little kids, where uh, um, history books in, like, third or fourth grade were described slavery as, oh, once the slaves are free, and then everyone realized that, like, oh, black people are just, like, you know, the same as white people. And then only the most ardent racists were still... Uh, thought that black people were lesser. That was like an actual history book that we read. Like, that's not what happened. (laughs) Well, let, let me be clear. To put it lightly,
1: history in the educational system has always been imperfect, to put it lightly. But the idea of never touching upon it, those people that you're mentioning were fringe groups. They were fringe groups. They could never win a mainstream election and now this is becoming a mainstream
2: issue. Well no it, it has been an issue forever and I can prove it to you. There was a a, a big court case called Dover versus Mick something, I forget her, um it is a it's the intelligent design court case. It's Dover or something intelligent design. If you're gonna look it up. Um but uh, it was essentially early two thousands they wanted to get this thing called intelligent design. Are you guys familiar with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, it, it's getting around the way. Oh, there we go. Kitzmiller, Miller, thank you. Uh, uh, versus Dover School Area. Well, in the early two thousands, they were trying to disseminate uh, these intelligent design books, basically saying like, "Well, science doesn't have everything correct. We don't know how pandas got like that. We don't know where life came from. But you know, th- but everything works so intricately well that everything couldn't possibly have come up by random mutations and evolution. Uh, and then. But those have been books that they've been trying to get in since at least, like, the 80s and 90s. And it goes back further, and, that, and that's just, you know, that's not counting all the, like, racist stuff, too. And it is just one of the things where these people have been trying to go for it. This is their entire lives, Dan. Like, there's a lot of people, way more than we thought originally, but, like, they've been out there forever. Where these people, that's all they live for, is to try to get this shit into uh, of the American zeitgeist. I don't get, yeah... I just think
1: cool. I just think the subtraction on this level is unique. I, I understand your point there has always been mm-hmm. extreme cases but I mean literally there's almost like a <laughs> is almost running like a banned books department and it's like I just didn't think I'd see a mainstream governor of a huge state. Doing something. Like
0: what did they, they? banned the hill we climb, the poem by what Amanda Gorman, who was the right. poet laureate of the country, mm-hmm. uh, which was, which is like about what inspiring you to be better, like uh, inspiring to be better facing adversity. Uh, they banned it uh, for whatever reason. I have to find out. Oh, I'll have to look up why. But like, how did they... And then they want the Bible in schools, so like. Do you know how much more pornographic the Bible is? It's well, they just banned it in Utah. Good.
2: <laughs> no, so so what? The, so in Utah, like they just passed a law where any parent can bring a book up uh, uh, for banning. And okay. the funny part is, I've several other books that have people didn't read; they just heard it was woke, so they wanted to ban. But yeah. so this guy put in for the Bible, and they're like, "Well, it does contain pornographic images. Uh, it does contain violence." Um, so they banned it. They banned the Bible in Utah in schools. Hmm. With, like I it's going to make that, yeah. some Republicans' head explode. Because you're like, if you want it both ways, you got to have it both well, ways. Well, the guy who got it banned, yeah, was, was I, I guess,
0: been, the... I, I, I would assume the yeah.
1: I'm not a fan of banning any Me
0: neither. No, no, I not but, like,
2: it's...
0: Well, he did it to, to prove the absurdity of the bit. Right,
1: sure, sure, I know, I understand that, but I, that, that's my point. I know you can point to Corky's, I know they're having people evolution versus intelligence. That's been going on for years, I understand that. But this just feels different to me a little bit, just because I didn't think it would ever become a mainstream issue. Like the Rosa Parks stuff. That somebody stuff. would be running a campaign on the Rosa Parks stuff, the Jackie Robinson stuff. I never thought we'd get to a point where it would be a campaign issue that a
2: mainstream politician would be running on. Again, I, I honestly, I think it's just because because we voted in Obama, a bunch of Midwestern evangelical white people fucking blew their shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or even, like, even people in Massachusetts, like, all the people that we know that are Republicans, probably... How much chiller do you think they probably were about all this shit? Probably 10 years ago? Yeah. Like, literally, as soon as Obama became in, all of a sudden, they, like, fried their mind, going, fucking black guy, and and
0: they just exploded. I think one of the things about racism is I think a lot of people don't know they're racist, but... So, and my issue isn't with people who... Well, again, who
2: knows he's very racist. Yeah.
0: Who are, like... My issue isn't with people who are accidentally racist as much as it is with people that have been compounded with the information that, like, look, this is racist. Here's why. Like, this is going on. And yet they just completely say, that's ridiculous. You know, like, they just completely turn a blind eye to that, to that whole concept uh, without being open to the fact that, you know, it could be racist
1: Um, yeah, because then the other side of that is you say people. I also know people that go, "Oh, racism doesn't
2: exist anymore." Yeah. Because we elected a black president. And it's like what?
1: Yeah, I don't think that's
2: <laughs> how that works. But yeah, you know. yeah, right. No, but, because here's the thing: they want an excuse to be racist. Yeah, and well, if racism doesn't exist, we've we you know uh, uh, got a black president. That's basically their excuse to be racist now, because they are just like oh. Like, there can't, can't be races anymore. We elected black. him like, did you vote for him? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but it, it is one of the things where this has just been, it's been bubbling under the surface for so long, and again, a lot of it has to do, and I hate to pull out the lefty card here, is all the <laughs> shitty economic circumstances, that, especially a lot of the big companies have made for us. Yeah. <laughs> I, it is one of the things where, honestly, that, dr- that drives most fascist, movement is economic disparity when you have a large group of people that were kind of in power. Things were good and things the have things gone down due to multinational corporations basically taking jobs from the Rust Belt and then putting them in China, in Thailand. And their profits have expanded to unprecedented levels, even during times, even during the pandemic, even in 2008, unless you were, a, uh, you were affected, but you're still making crazy profits. Yeah. Uh, uh, think about mobile. Mobile did they have like was it, it was like five dollars a gallon in two thousand eight yeah, or whatever it was and they were profit. making record <laughs> profits and it, it's just one of the things and where
0: I don't know this but I almost guarantee you they took PPP money right <laughs> Exxon I bet they took a bigger <laughs> chunk <laughs> of PPP uh, money uh,
2: but whether or not they did it it's, that is the thing now where it, it's people don't realize that a lot of those a lot of those issues is just because it is more effective to uh, uh, make stuff overseas because it gets them a little bit more money. They can still make a profit working here, but it's not as much of a profit. And part of that is because every year, if you're in a stock market, if you're in the stock market, you have to grow every year. It's not just that you have to be profitable every year. That profit has to go up every single year. And even if you're being very profitable, but instead of you're supposed to gain 20% profit, you gain 10%, even though you grew 10% on your already profitable business, your stock will go down because the profitability didn't go up as high as they thought they were going to. So. I'm sorry, but you can't have infinite growth. Yeah. That's not how this works. And the fact that our whole
0: financial system is built on that
2: theory <laughs> is
0: is a little scary.
1: And there's really been no
2: equitable change to that no. theory over the past. You because know? what is it? it, it it's uh, 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 In 30 years ago, whatever 1970 was, is the average worker made a certain amount and then the CEO was like 27 times higher. And then in the 1990s, it was like the average worker made this amount of money, and the CEO made 100 times that much now it's like 330,000 times more than what the average person makes wow. like it, it is it is absolutely insane like the difference between the people who you know Mark Zuckerberg versus like a, just a millionaire like the difference between Shaq and Elon Musk is Elon Musk you know, <laughs> someone, you know someone who's worth like a billion dollars he's closer to us than he is to Elon Musk Yeah, like that's the insane part. Uh, Was it Michael Jordan, uh, who makes forty million dollars a year doing, uh, or like fifty million dollars a year uh, in sponsorships? Yeah, would have to work like ten thousand years of making forty million dollars a year to get up to Bill Gates. Like that's, and he is a billionaire, by the way. Jordan, yeah. But I'm saying, but if he's making up fifty million dollars a year in like Hanes underwear deals, (laughs) he still has to work for ten thousand years.
0: And the sad thing is, is how freaking stupid. Elon Musk.
2: So like, <laughs> at the end of the day. All he had to do was just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and just seriously. Like, I'm, a, I'm a spaceman, and I make cars that do good, but aren't made very well. Yeah. And you shouldn't shut the fuck up. I, I, think,
1: I think Elon Musk suffers from a symptom. So, for the record, I do not think Elon Musk is stupid. But I think what he is... In some, is some ways, he some, is. Some, well, well, that's kind of what I'm getting to. I think because he's Absolutely brilliant in one area, he thinks he can be brilliant in every other yeah, area. He was fighting with the city of San Francisco because a... he wanted
0: to change the Twitter sign to say titter because he thought it was funny. Yeah, no. like that is
2: just freaking well, stupid. So, so, what, so I, I, what I think, what I think happened to Elon, uh, is that, um, again, he is uh, like he's a smart dude, but he's awful, also a very privileged man. But to be at that height with that sort of fame. Uh, uh, and that sort of success leaves you very lonely. I'm going to be. I'm going to yeah. come at this as a humanist perspective. That he's a very lonely individual, and so when four years ago he was like pro Democrat or whatever, and now he's all on the Republican and Trump train. And he did vote for Biden. Yeah, no, he but he specifically is for all these people because they're the ones riding him. And then all the other people, all the the liberals, are like, "Hey, you're shitty." And then he doesn't want to hear that though. He wants people to all you know, because he's only known success in his life. So when he all of a sudden get some negativity for things that he's done poorly, he can't handle that on, like, an emotional level and be like, I'll do better. It's like, no, no, these people wow. are wrong. And all of a sudden, now it's all the... Well, crypto-
0: it's Donald bro-
2: Trump. Well, now it's all the crypto bros. Now it's all the Republican people are now with him. So he's shifted over to that specifically because they're the only people who like him. All, all the reply guys for Trump are all Republican crypto bros. Uh, or, you know, with Ron DeSantis when he did the uh, uh, Twitter talk. And that was such yeah. a horrible idea. But
1: yeah, why would you... Jr. on that. I'm today.
2: sorry, if Mark Zuckerberg did a thing from like, Biden, when he was like, here's this, a, a unique Facebook Biden thing. I'm like, okay, you know what, maybe the Republicans have a point that the, the Facebook is on their side, but, you know... But, yeah, there was, there was
0: there have been bigger audiences on Twitter live stream before. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is Musk fired, like, the entire IT staff, so apparently they couldn't... <laughs> they couldn't handle it like,
1: yeah I, I just think for me it just goes to that he, he's very smart in one area so he thinks he can be smart in every area and it's, it's just like it's not the way it works there's, there's a guy who doesn't like have s- a real PhD right there. yeah. there's a like guy who's yeah, <laughs> achieved something right yeah. so he
2: thinks he can but I'm saying that, but that's the reason why Elon Musk is doing it is because he it is, it, it, it's hard to be that rich and that powerful and not to like develop some sort of psychosis right uh, and it's one of the things where all of the people who are now agreeing with him are Republicans and yeah. that's why. Because now, all, every time a Democrat uh, uh, goes against Elon Musk because it is the they must fight wokeness and Democrats. It doesn't matter whether they're fighting uh, Elon Musk is correct or not. The Democrats are going to have it. It means the Republicans are like pro-Elon. And I don't think they realize that once Elon does something woke or whatever, anti-Republican, they're just going to dump his ass. Yeah. Like, he, everyone thinks they can just keep riding this wave but they don't realize that they're just the ones like getting fed into the meat grinder well I <laughs> and mean, as soon as you turn away they're fucking hanging like
0: all these people that are doing everything they can to cover up for Trump they're always the ones that are getting yeah. yeah
1: look at what he did to Kayleigh McEnany. And he, yeah,
0: exactly and he, he yeah ripped her to shreds
1: and you know she was his biggest defender and you know now it's he can't wait to push
2: her under the bus and he's done that his entire life Career, yeah that's all he can like that's how he gets by. Yeah. He just Isn't it weird that everyone who's worked for him fucking hates him? And, and all of a sudden it's just like, no, they're just anti-Trump. Like, no, because they worked with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one likes Trump. No one likes Trump.
0: Oh, you're just one of those anti-Trumpers.
2: He's sit- fucking sitting with, uh,
0: what's the, g- Nick uh, Fuentes. Nick has, yeah. Oh, yeah, with... Uh, uh, And Kanye West having a little uh, KKK seminar.
2: Like, yeah, that's that's not acceptable. From, from Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, like, that, that is that's not like, insane, acceptable. Like, everything just, each word you say makes is weirder and weirder. Well, but I mean, <laughs> getting back
1: to the loyalty thing, he's been that way for 40 years. He, yeah. This is not new to him politically. This is, even in his business life and in his, you know, whatever, fame life or whatever you want to call it, this is how he's been. He, he's loyalty
2: until he has no use for you. Yeah, you criticize him. All right, I think also to all of our listeners, a.k.a. Mom, uh, sorry oh. for... Hey Debbie. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, 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 sorry for bouncing around. Uh, we will eventually get better at being stopping, staying on one topic and then talking about that and then moving on. But we just like to kind of ramble, and I yeah. think that might actually be more of the thing that we're trying to do. Probably. Is to just kind of ramble on and on.
0: Yeah, we'll probably be doing a lot of rambling.
1: We, we may We may potentially weigh... Maybe, is to do, try to do multiple episodes a week on different topics.
0: Yeah. so I That think might be something... That, that might just be
2: the two guys in a row.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're also hoping to get some other people, uh, some other points of view in here. We're, we're hoping to...
2: Other white liberal guy, Matt.
0: Yeah, specifically.
2: Around 30, to 30 um, 35. Yeah. yeah. No, well, we
1: yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we actually do want to get so, some different perspectives in
2: here, so... Uh, white, liberal, women around 30
0: to 35 well, we'll see, Kyle well, I
2: think that's all the time we have
0: for today, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you in a few days or next week or whenever we record again